Welcome to episode 28, I think, of Northern Invasion. Um, slightly different voice leading things off tonight. It's not the Mancunian Orcadian, wherever his uh, origin is. Uh, Stu isn't with us, Liam's not with us, and Nathan isn't with us, so it's just me tonight. Um, but we do have some special guests. Uh, this episode is all about the Six Nations coming up this weekend down in Wales, and we are lucky to have the wonderful uh, poll-winning T.O., uh, Mr. Donald Taylor, with us tonight. Hello, Donald. Hey, hey, Scott. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. And special guest from uh, the hopefully winning team, uh, we have JP and Lee from Team Scotland. How's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, good, good. Excellent, excellent. All confident. Good, I like it. Um, so we're going to try and keep this fairly tight tonight. Um we're not particularly good at sticking to time limits, but we're trying to get this one within 90 minutes. So let's see how that goes. So we'll just basically crack straight into it, I think. So obviously we're just going to talk about uh, Six Nations tonight. But as we've got Donal here, and you, you were on with us before, so but that was a long time ago. That was kind of face hammer time, I think, wasn't it? So uh, quite a long time ago. A lot's happened since then. Um, your, your your favourite army has, has had a lovely book. Um, uh, it has indeed. Yes. How, how, how have you been enjoying it? What, what have you been up to in the last kind of six months or whatever it is since we last? <laughs> uh, playing it and then I dropped it for Bobo. It's probably not the <laughs> not ideal. Um, it's kind of it was it, it basically played the same as my previous list, albeit I think slightly worse. Um, and I got really bored, so I moved on to um, a monster mash list. And which was a death-themed Grot army, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, I saw a bit about that. So I, I played one of your clubmates at Heat 2 in Game 1, uh, who was running the kind of Monster Mash death list. It was, was it Kieran, is that his name? Uh, is, you mean the... Oh, Kieran um, Alander, yeah. Yes. Um, so he said, he said he just played you with it, and then he he, he ran the list or something. So <laughs> you smashed yeah, him so- I, I stole it from David Kane yeah. in the Northern Irish team. Yeah. And then, like, two days before, and he was like, you know what, this is way more fun than my 80 skeletons. <laughs> so he t- he took it, but he it wasn't quite the optimized list. Whereas I've completely netlisted what David's been running for uh, for the last year or so. Uh, cool. And, and wear that badge with pride. Good. <laughs> <laughs> now, we don't have any netlisters here, do we? No. <laughs> I hate netlist. <laughs> cool. So uh, the 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 Git book. How do you think it's looking? How do you think it's hanging around in the in the meta? And do you think it's going to keep reappearing? Or honestly, well, I mean, we saw Richie do really well with it yeah. in Bobo. Um, I actually think it's it's fine as a list uh, as a book. Um, the debuff sort of play, I still think, is the strongest um, army. It's just it's hard to finish in five games, and over a tournament, it's just it's a lot of work. Um, like to finish it in five rounds and then do five games of that. Um, but it's strong enough. I think it kind of broke me when Skaven came along, and Feck not so much, but Skaven especially, just because Skaven does everything that yeah gets uh, could do, but better yeah and with more and and cheaper. Um, so once that kind of came out, I was just like, you know what, I really couldn't be bothered playing this. Yeah. Um, and thankfully started playing um, with the sort of monster match list and it gave me a bit more love for AOS. Um, cool. I'm sure I'll go back to it and I think without the scave- this silliness of Skaven, it's actually a pretty well-rounded book. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it got blown out of the water. 
Yeah, if you, t- if you take the last two books out, or well, those two books out, they're not really the last two books anymore. But everything yeah. else is kind of not too far apart from each other. I don't think, but no, and, and the new Sylvanas stuff doesn't look too strong either. Yeah, yeah, some decent changes there maybe, but I've, I've not really absorbed that yet. Um, I think they've taken it offline again. <laughs> yeah, somebody's <laughs> forgot to change that date with Apple, with iTunes, haven't they? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good luck to that person on uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> Of course, it's still Bank Goldie you lot, isn't it? So we're, we're, we we yeah, don't have yeah. Bank Goldie up here. So uh, um, I was at work today. Boo. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, what, have you got any tournaments planned, Donald? Do, are you are you just on Bobo? Are you planning anything else? Any big ones? Uh, no, I've got LDT um, in a few months, and um, I might go to an Essex one. Um, oh yeah. Depending on permissions, but to be honest, I just don't have. Um, I hadn't really signed up for any because I was feeling so down about life in tournaments. Um, <laughs> and then now I'm slightly more into it. I just um, haven't really decided what else to go to. Um, missed out on Facehammer, missed out on a few others. So it just depends on when I can get tickets and, and what works for schedule-wise. Yeah. What about yourselves? Um, I've, what am I thinking? I've, I've, I've just, I did Heat 2 and a bunch of the guys did Bobo, but... Um... It's really just the Scottish ones, to be honest. We, me and Stuart, well, had signed up for this one in Norway, in Tromso. Um, whether it's still going to last, <laughs> we've not booked any flights yet, put it that way. So it's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still penciled in. But <laughs> it was the same weekend as Facehammer, so that was the choice I made at the time was to try that one instead of going to Facehammer. But it's probably about three times as expensive. So um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure yet. I'll see what Stu's thoughts are on it in the next month or so. Um, I'm really tempted just to come turn up to Facehammer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you there's always dropouts, it. right? Yeah, yeah. There's always, there's always a dropout. Yeah. And there's never enough like staff to cover it. So. Yeah, totally. Um, mm. I've kind of got my eye on the on the Just Play GT in October as well. Um, quite fancy. Yeah, I, I was looking into that, but then I listened to the last podcast where they um, bitched about me, and I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? I can't, I don't know I heard that one. Oh, was that the talk about gits? <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh, Richie's the best player." I don't know if anyone else who plays gits. Um, <laughs> uh, and Richie's now no longer playing them, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> cool. Right. Let's uh, let's get on to the main thing then. So Six Nations. So we've all we, we've all been been to them I, I played you at the first one um don't know but down in derby um jp you were there lee you've been to all two of them so far and this will be your third obviously so um yeah we're all familiar with it but to kind of run through it basically um if you don't know what the six nations are who they are there's england scotland ireland northern ireland sweden and wales inverted commas um who are, I don't I don't know if they're more Welsh this year or not. I can't quite work it out. Uh, uh, there's there's a lot of tangential Welsh, so the Welsh whose grandparents are Welsh type thing. Oh well, that's good enough. I mean, we we've not got that many legs to stand on considering the amount of Scottish accents on the on the call tonight. <laughs> we've got Agent. Pick the right two. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Agent Gannis who uh, who's now operating somewhere near. Nottingham. <laughs> Where are you, Leamington Spa? I told you, someone said they could hear the Scottish in my accent, so <laughs> that, that, that basically counts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Donald Trump's part Scottish, isn't he? Or, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, my granddad was Scottish, guys, if you're ever struggling for something. Hey, oh, good, uh, noted, noted. Excellent. We've got our gits that He immediately pushed off the bottom of the list. Yeah. <laughs> 
great. So that's the six countries. Um, so year one was in England. Year two, we had it in Stirling last year. And year three, it's now down in Wales. So they've they kind of won the, the bid. Um, it was a bit more formal this year after year one when Ben Curry just announced it and he was doing it. Year two, well, end of year one, John Harper said, we'll do it and we'll do it in a castle. <laughs> um, and everyone went, yay. And so we got the bid and then, it, well, it ended up being Common Ground Games, not, not in the castle, but it was still, still pretty good. Um, but this year there was a bit more work put into it and there was countries were made to bid for it uh, and the captains, I think, all voted or maybe via the countries. But the... Oh, it was, it was a tight vote. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was, wasn't it? So it was between Sweden yeah, and... Yeah, especially uh... with you guys. Yeah, so it was between Sweden and, and Wales in the end. Uh, I think the Ireland's were maybe holding it for next year. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Wales won it on, I don't know, was it much like one vote in the end, was it? Uh, yeah, so there's six teams that... Um, and then John is the deciding, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we decided to host it in Wales to give Wales a chance to put together a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's trying to encourage things along. And then I decided to TO it so that the Welsh captain could focus on trying to have a team rather than also hosting, because uh, I was worried that they would um, <laughs> not be able to do that if they were, they were distracted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take one person out of the pool, wouldn't it? So. Um... So there we are. So we're going to be at Firestorm, or you're going to be at Firestorm Games uh, come the weekend, uh, which I've not been to, but it was kind of, it kind of predated Element Games, kind of gaming uh, centre, you know, just before. Well, it, it was around in the kind of 8th edition of Warhammer, I think it, it kind of appeared, the Firestorm. Yeah, so there used to be an old uh, Firestorm, which was on the same road that Firestorm's in, and it was very dank and dodgy, and then they moved to this massive, beautiful warehouse. So it fits... Um, uh, well over 100 gamers um, like in terms of tables massive amount of space kind of similar to uh, common ground games but just like probably three times bigger oh, okay. I'd say quite e- quite easily three times bigger possibly four wow um, so, so bigger than element or I'd say bigger than element but I might be be biased just because I've seen element in full capacity and it might skew things yeah um, but really nice space um, and um, well kept up the guys down there are really good, just kind of lacking in an AOS scene. So they don't have yeah. that many events, just Tomlin's events. Yeah, I was trying um, to think if there's anything there that I can think of. It's just, yeah, the odd kind of Black Sun guy group uh, events. But I guess they're, they're 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 not even that local to it, are they? They just kind of try and support it. No, but the, the Cardiff scene for Nights Out and historically for Eight at Ed was... Uh, um, yeah, of course were the best um so, so i think that's one of the reasons like uh going to metros on a friday and saturday night and regretting it um <laughs> and it's so close to the city center as well so it's, it's really easy to stay out yeah cool cool well sounds like preston preston was always a good weekend <laughs> preston home oh, i've never been there well for warhammer anyway um oh, it used to be great because it's multi-system so you had Different people, different, all three, three or four systems over the weekend. That, were, that was a good weekend. All staying in student halls as well. <laughs> Maximum party. Cool, right, so that's the venue. Um, so the format is a little bit changed from the last few years. Uh, well, it's still the same in that you play one round versus every country, so it's a kind of round robin. Um, and well, in terms of missions and, and things, uh, so last year 
last year was crazy. Last year was just literally a week after AOS 2 dropped. Um, and that, that kind of caught everyone off guard. It looks like we've <laughs> you've, you've just beaten the cut this year as well, um, despite moving it forward a month. GW are doing their best to try and upset everybody. So, um, But we have beaten the new handbook, um, maybe only by a few weeks. So last year was crazy. It was, uh, and we're just talking about it. I, I kind of forgotten what happened, but it was the it was the just the new six missions that were played. So uh, probably the first time for some people, um, and certainly mis- 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 mistakes were made last year. Certainly in the Scotland team, <laughs> a few guys played the wrong mission um, <laughs> or played it wrongly. I don't even know. I think they even played a mission. It was just. Uh, they played one of the missions wrong. So, anyway, it was all a bit crazy last year. There was all new rules. It was all, but this is the decision was made this year to play it at the end of the life cycle of the handbook, and it's worked out that way, which is good. So it's a nice mature set of missions that everyone's played dozens of times, hopefully, um, and there, won't, there shouldn't be any big surprises rather than just coming down to players and lists now. So that's quite good. Um, but in terms of the pack and stuff, so there's a bit more work into it this year as well. So you've done some thinking on combining probably as many of the missions as you can from the three handbooks um, and squeeze them into the rounds uh, as best you can. Um, And looking at the pack, what you've done, so you've got your rounds one to five. So round one, for example, just concentrates on four missions, um, Blood and Glory, Escalation, Border War, and Three Places of Power. So they're all all handbook one, I think, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I try to group them based on the type of mission as well, so that you don't have like multiple hero missions yeah. in the same um, in the same round. Um, so that way, there's still a bit of like politicking when it comes to pairings. Um, so if you know, um, so um, all the all the there's four scenarios available in each each round, and all those are rolled before you start doing the pairing process. So if you've got like something that's good for a hero mission, that's going to skew whether or not you might put that down first. Sure. Um, so that was the logic behind this. So there's teams of eight. We should say that as well, in case folk don't know. So there's teams of eight. So that means there's obviously eight matches in each round. Uh, and for example, round one this year is, well, I know it's England v Scotland. I, I'm not sure the draw, the rest of the draw off the top of my head. But so there'll be eight England v Scotland games paired into four missions. Um, so two will be playing, I guess, two, just two play each. Then that's the simple way to do it, isn't it? Um, so yeah, so it's 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 a bit more complicated than last year, but it it does make a lot of, uh, uh, you know, I quite like it. We've we've been trialing up here the kind of keeping missions into groups of pools as well. So it's it's nice to take a little bit of the kind of random side out of it and make it a bit more structured and make it the best test of the countries of each round as best you can. Within reason, obviously. Um, so, so round one, Blood and Glory, Escalation, Border War, Three Places of Power. Round two is going to be Gift from the Heavens, Total Commitment, Better Part of Valor, somewhat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Controversially, and, and Total Conquest. So there's some nice ones in there. Uh, round three, Duality, Battle for the Pass, Star Strike, and Scorched Earth. Uh, round four, when everyone's hungover, Focal Points, Taken Hold, Knife to the Heart, Ooh, two of them together, that's quite interesting. Uh, And shifting objectives. And the final round, when it all be heating up nicely, places of arcane power, relocation orb, the second uh, cracker in there, border war, (laughs) 
and uh, and total commitment has reappeared. So there's two. Yeah, Border Wars cropped up twice, as has total commitment. I think is that just only two that have uh, doubled yeah, up there? Yeah, so I think it is. there's uh, twenty different scenarios, and so two were used twice. Yeah, that makes sense. So every mission is getting two used. That That's I think good. Is the best. Well, is it good? Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite good. Um, in retrospect, I think I'd prefer to drop it, but. Um, I did make it available to everyone to comment, and they didn't. So well, that's it. I mean, this is, you should say this is not totally uh, kind of uh, your decision in every every aspect. The the captains do get a vote on some things. Um, uh, certain decisions, anyway. <laughs> also, it is a it is a team event, so people know going into these battle plans, like to put you know what kinds of lists they want to be putting forward to them. Obviously, one of the things about like better part of valor in a singles event is you might just rock up and end up in a matchup you can't win. Whereas like the captains are a bit more in control of it yeah. to some extent uh, in a team event. So, yeah. So with the pairing process, we won't go into it now because I'll make a complete mess of it if I try and talk through it, but <laughs> there's a, uh, there's ways to control things, put lists down and try and best match up. And uh, everyone's probably doing a matrix of, of matchups because all the lists are out now. So, Everyone's trying to work out strengths and weaknesses and who they like to be paired against. What's what's good, what's bad, blah blah blah, um, <laughs> and mix it all up with the type of mission and the type of list, but also the type of realm because that's that's there's, there's tables for them in there as well. So uh, each uh, each matchups and uh, how does the realms work? And it's you've got all the realms in there, but they've all got a specified spell, command ability, and realmscape. Uh, so that takes a little bit of the edge off things. But is it one realm for each pair of uh, kind of matches that are drawn together. Um, so you roll the yeah. So it'd be one realm for each, um, one realm for each scenario pair. Yep, yep. Uh, so one captain rolls scenario, the other one rolls realms, and then just combine them. Okay, cool. So yeah, there's plenty to plenty of variables there to keep everyone scratching their heads anyway. So uh, yeah, there's an awful lot, right? Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, I hope everyone brings down uh, easy ways to, to play those, but um, I, I didn't want to do the full realm spells because I didn't want to see loads of Nagashes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a good or bad decision, you know, post, uh, post-Skaven. post I think post-Skaven, actually, it's probably the right decision because yeah. Skaven are just going to be stronger. Yeah. Um, and you've not got the mad uh, spells in there, for example, the, you know, actually spells Fireball. You haven't got, like, uh, Blades in there or anything stupid, so... That should uh, no. keep things ticking along. Yeah, so it should just be a little bit more. Um, I was speaking to Peter, and he, his, he uh, who's the Northern Irish captain, he said actually they can make a difference. Um, but to be honest, for the majority of cases, it shouldn't really matter too much. Yeah, um, you've got your your, your three dimensional spreadsheet there, JP. Have you that's that's <laughs> putting every uh, possibility. Good, just written it all on the sides of a Rubik's cube and just spin it around. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Give it to Mike. There you go, Mike. On you go. <laughs> Forty chest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's cool. So the the other big change as well this year is we've or you've kind of uh, broadened the scoring a little bit. Yes, that was a good change. Yeah, I'll, and everyone uh, everyone kind of talked about it after year one, and it never really happened last year, but. You guys have put a bit of thought into it. I think it, you guys done a bit of working it down there anyway, haven't you? On that kind of um, um, spectrum of scores down at the kind yeah, of yeah. So I, th- angel I think it kind of came came about. We um, the angel guys have a um, so Matt Hinton um, 
and Kieran, who you played, run um, Angel Corps, and they have a very heavy, heavy secondary focused tournament. Um, and I think that works really well because there's so many, um, so many events that you go to, and you kind of know you're going to lose the lose the game, and you have nothing to play for. Um, yeah. So I wanted to, um, and also I don't did, have any of you guys done the, done the team events back in Eighthead, or we did a little bit. Um, I, we, we did one up in like I wasn't ever part of the ETC crowd or anything. I don't know if you were at any point, Lee, but they no, no they've. Uh, it was um yeah it was kind of hard to break into that but they we we did do a team event at one point up in up in common ground so we you know we had a little bit of aspect it was only a four-man team to be honest but it yes was a... so one of the things i missed um was um and, and we never really captured year one and two in aos that in the six nations which was you go into a matchup that you know is a bad matchup and in year one and two for the six nations it was basically like well do your best to win and good luck yeah. And if you lose, well, like, whatever, we know it's a bad matchup for you. Um, whereas back in 8th ed, it was like, you could go into something being like, okay, I'm going to go 20 nil down, but if I can get two or three points, that's that's a major win for us. Like, that's really positive. Um, and I wanted to get some of that sort of dynamic back where games, all games mattered. And if you knew your team was doing really badly, just clawing a couple of points um, and maybe taking risks made sense rather than just taking risks because there's no other option or if you know your team's doing really well you can kind of shut up shop and just score a couple of points and you you might only need four for your team to cap and i wanted to bring this dynamic back um and make a bit more of a granular scoring scoring system um so i spoke to a few guys both in the oh like uh, tom mordsley as well as like a few a uh, few others in angel and and elsewhere to try to get an idea of how to how to do a scoring system so what we decided was to give um, 14 points for a major win, um, then 10 points for a minor win, 7 points for a draw, and then the other sort of 6 points available. Um, so if you get a major win, um, there's 6 points available for other secondaries. So um, one, thousand, uh, uh, one point if you kill over, do, uh, kill over a 1,000 points of your opponent army, uh, 1,000 if you don't lose a 1,000 of your own army, so that's like a zero-sum game between you and your opponent. Yeah. Um, and then you two, you pick two secondaries, and if you score both of them, you get a point each. And if you deny your opponent their secondaries, you get two points for that. So it's still a it's a twenty-nil system, where it's a zero-sum game throughout all of those um, throughout all of those secondaries. So you could go in knowing that, say, better part of valor, right? Like you know you're going to lose, but you're not actually there to get fourteen points. You're there to get six. Yeah. Right, and you, and if your opponent's burning all six um, uh, things, it's not over because you can try to, um, uh, you can still try to score, um, uh, score the kill points and score um, other victory points. So, so that's important. Can because... I ask a question about that though? Yeah. What happens in the scenarios that instant stop? Do we carry on playing, or do we just have to score the hidden agendas before the game stops? Um, so your instant stop, but the only thing that I think instant stops are uh, See, blood and glory. The heart, blood and glory. Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> but there's nothing that instant stops in turn one. So if it instant stops in turn three, that's different. Right, but we so you have to get your genders done before turn three. Yeah, well, in those in those scenarios, or don't like 
lose the <laughs> lose yeah, the mission at that point. Yeah, or like on Blood and Glory, you can obviously just hold one of the four objectives and still try and score your secondaries, even though I think you yeah. still lose the major if they or something if they hold. Yes. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so in those ones, like um, say better part of valor, you could put everything behind one, let him burn, and um, and then you just play for uh, the victory points. That's good. It's interesting. I think it's a good change. So it's it's important because, like you said, there's a 20 nil scoring system, so 20 points maximum per game. There's eight games in the round, uh, so that's 160. But we've got the cap in there, um, so I'm just checking it here. So it's capped at 60 minimum and 100 maximum. So the most that you can score is 100, and the, and the least, even if you even if you lose all eight games, um, the minimum that your your team will get from there is 60. Just to try and keep everyone bunched up. Um, yeah, and not not let anyone accelerate away. Obviously, I guess they'll be uncapped, scoring kept as a tiebreaker or whatever. Um, but that's important, obviously. So you can still eke a few points from a losing situation in a in a matchup that's horrible for you, in a mission that's horrible for you. You can still have something. To play You're still for. something to play for, right? Um, and, and and it might be important, you know, for the for the round, for your team, for the whole event. So it's it's good. I think it's good. It keeps everyone hopefully keeps everyone playing and interested. Everyone interested for the whole tournament. So. So that's good. I, I just I don't think we'll have any games where it's like, oh well, it doesn't matter because you're still playing for some points, um, yeah. regardless. Yeah. And, and those are going to make a difference. So you can still cap if you just get all eight majors, but that rarely happens anyway. Yeah. Um, and it means that even if you're going in with a loss, you know, getting four or five points is better than zero. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. So that's good. So that's a nice change. So we'll see how these all how these all pan out. Um. In terms of round timings, you've got three hours. I think that's probably the same as it has been. So you've got you've got the pairing procedure that takes. So the, the round clock starts, and, and that includes the pairing procedure. So uh, as as they're sort of paired up, the the games can go and kick off, and you've got your you've got your three hour window to yeah to get things uh, to get things wrapped up. So that's quite good. That's that's kind of same. Um, that's really it, isn't it? Oh no, okay. Victory points, tiebreakers. Uh, event of a draw between two teams, and the head-to-head result will determine the placing. Uh, if head-to-head was a draw, then uncapped points will apply. Finally, most secondaries scored will apply. Cool. And then it's victory it's, points. It's so, it's so unlikely to get any draws, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, absolutely. So, and then you've got hidden agendas. And are these uh, are these the GW hidden agendas in here? They are. That was because I was lazy and I couldn't be bothered <laughs> thinking on my own. Um, so I came up. I, I took the the kill, um, killing your opponent's armies. So that's a separate one, and that exists throughout every game. And then um, okay. I just took the GW ones, which I think it could have been better to make up some of my own, but um, it's hard coming up with ten yeah. innovative ideas. So yeah, and you can just blame GW if you get any bad. Uh... If you get any bad yeah. feedback, so. that's what we all do, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So right, that's the that's that, that's kind of the pack. That's kind of the format. Um, what we can do now, we're not going to go because we're already sort of half an hour in almost. We're not going to go through every single list. There's obviously six teams, eight players. Um, but just to summarise the, we'll, we'll book a few lists out. But to to summarise um, the kind of. <laughs> Six Nations <laughs> meta. How, how would you describe it, Donald? Uh, it's, a, it's the most boring list <laughs> I've ever seen, guys. Um, I think if I ran this again, I would just like ban so much. But it's Skaven, Feck, Marathi. That is, that is the 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 three themes that you see throughout every 
uh, every list. So there's uh, so there's six gaming lists. So there's six uh, flesh eater lists. Or I should I say gristle gore lists? <laughs> there's, there's actually only five because Wales didn't take one. Oh, well, well, that's of course. Sorry, there's six daughters lists, isn't there? And then five yes, yeah, gristle gores. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the next most common after that Sylvaneth with four. Uh, I've uh, I, I did have a sort of spreadsheet. And, and Deepkin as well. And Deepkin. Um, there's a little bit of variety in them. So obviously Sylvaneth are a good, well, well, this is the last throw of the Sylvaneth really, but they're obviously quite a good Six Nations team event list because they're all, they're all in there because they're one drop. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think anything that's, um, that is a swing, provides swingy matchups or can do well in certain scenarios is good choices. I'm surprised we didn't see any like Beast Club Beast Claw lists or, or something like that because I think they can do quite well Yeah. Um, in general um, but yeah so it, it's pretty pretty standard across the board and then but those sort of three to four those three of, of Fex given and Daughters is just and even the Daughters all are the same Marathi to try to combat Fex um, Skaven because Skaven why not um, and Flesh Eaters because Flesh Eaters yeah, I mean that was yeah. I think it was pretty <coughs> pretty um, obvious there was going to be a lot of gristle gore in that. I know that's what we were thinking at the time. It was um, chances are you'll, you'll see gristle gore. Yeah, it's probably why you don't see any beast claw because gristle gore do beast claw better. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of them, uh, JP and Lee? How do you, you any shocks for you guys or? Yeah, Nauru is a big shock for me. There's loads <laughs> of Nauru lists. Where's that right, come from? I've got them here. Right? I knew I'd, I'd done some snapshots of the kind of side by side factions. So if my uh, laptop doesn't crash here, so that's the. I think they're the anti daughters lists because that tree mine agent not being able to retreat from him, yeah. and he just the witch elves can't hurt him, and then can't retreat. Yeah, I, I was also surprised we didn't see more um, gloomspite lists because they're such a good anti daughters list. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really got anyone playing Gits up here. There, is, there was one Gits. Uh, Wales have. Uh, there's two. Oh, so two. There's, um, there's Northern Ireland and Sweden. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely come to them. Um, I mean, that was that was clearly the first list that I looked at, and then I saw that there wasn't <laughs> enough, so I stopped looking at the lists other than to do my um, other than do, to do the uh, the polls that I've been running. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think it was a mistake dropping the not having to take one of each Grand Alliance. Because then I think we would have seen more gits. Well, that was the, the problem is you just you throw things under the bus then. Like, I just... I, I, I As a player, I'd rather... At this stage, there's so much depth to lists. I'd rather... It makes more sense for people to pick what they want rather than not... Rather than forcing someone to take destruction and then, like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Stop me from playing gits, sadly. That forced me into the arms of Gristlegore. <laughs> <laughs> Meta-defining. So let's start there. We might as well. So I've got my Gristlegore list in front of me here. Mm-hmm. So f- five of them. Scotland, uh, Ireland, England, Sweden, and Northern Ireland. Wales were the the brave souls who didn't bother with that. But they've, they've kind of got their own Welsh version, haven't they? The kind of Draconis. So, yeah, um, the uh, the lesser man's Gristlegore. <laughs> um, um, I say that uh, jokingly. I played... Um, Adam Kunis, who, who kind of penned Order Draconis the other day, um, and not having faction abilities su- makes them suffer a lot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was almost last year that was the first time it kind of popped on. I'd really seen it in the last Six Nations, but it yeah. was kind of maybe just resurfacing then a little bit. 
Um, but looking at the looking at the Gristle Gore lists, they're all they're all Ghoul Patrol. They're all uh, kind of what you'd expect. But there's, there's a little bit of variety in them. Some have got double terror geist. There's one. There's two double terror geists. There's and then three that are terror geist zombie dragons. Um, some have got two arch regents. Some don't. But the biggest uh, meta defining thing here is the corpse cart. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we thank for that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Uh... I mean, I was, I, I'm not going to take credit for including the corpse card because I'm sure it's a reasonably uh, independent evolution. But uh, No, no, it's yours. You've TM'd it. That's <laughs> yeah. how it works, JP. Um, it's just, like, you have you have so many casts in the um, in the Gris- standard Gristle Gore list because both your, both your mounted heroes have pretty good War Scroll spells. You, you're bringing some endless spells. You've obviously got the Arch Region who's casting, you know, D3 attacks, and another Arch Region who also is casting two spells. And that plus one really does add up um, both just in terms of getting your casts off, so you don't, you know, they're reasonably low cast values, fives and sixes. So it buffs that a little bit. And also where it helps you out the most is where your opponent just has one wizard who's in range. That's that's sort of what made me look at it the most, is if, even if you're casting on a six, if someone's trying to dispel it, you're only on about a 50-50 to get the spell off, whereas if you take the corpse card, you're going up to uh, like a 66% chance of getting it off. And again, when you're talking about things like run and charge or plus D3 attacks that just have such like such a swinging effect on the game, um, which is maybe not not very good for the health of the game where Gristlegore is concerned, but for the Gristlegore player, you need those things going off because they make a huge difference. So when you have a lot of spare points in the list, because there's not really much else you want to fit in. It's sort of it's when I was looking at corpse cart versus more endless spells. I was like, I just rather have the corpse cart and get off those uh, key spells. Yeah, yeah. So it's the, it's the one extra drop, obviously. So th- three of them, yeah. th- three of the five lists have got the corpse cart, so they're the extra drop. And it's just Tony and, and David who are um, kind of traditional Gristle Gore filth. Um, I, I do love how it's like the the reason you take the corpse cart is because you don't want to fit anything else in because you've already got way too much disappointed. <laughs> like that's that's all I heard here. Like everything's so cheap that you're able to take kind exactly. of rubbish. It's, but it, it, it's actually sort of the opposite. It's everything's like so like you can't fit ghouls are hundred points, which is already like quite a lot for what they do. And flares and horrors are like one seventy and one sixty or something each, so they're too expensive. So you can't fit in anything else good. So you basically just spend all the rest of your points on command points because well, your command points are like 400 points. So everyone's <laughs> got um, everyone's got four command points apart from Brave Adam Jansen from Sweden. He's only got two, um, and he's not even got the brooch in there. He's 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 gone doppelganger, so he's only got two to kind of last him through. But um, well, obviously you get one a turn, but he's not um, got any kind of. Uh, spiky command point damage at the start or whatever. So, yeah. But so there's a bit of variety in there. But anyway, that's 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 Gristle Gore. Enough said. Tiniest bit of variety. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, oh dear. Should, should, should we move on to the uh, the daughter netlist from? Uh... <laughs> yeah, we've got yeah, we've got our daughter's player here, so let's get stuck into him now. So yes, you'll find the, most of them a netlist from my list last year. Hey. Uh, oh, there yeah. We go. There you, you go. Know, took snakes last year. Suddenly there's snakes. <laughs> Sod yes. the cauldron guard. Forget about them. <laughs> yeah, so there's just uh, the snake lists. So there's six daughters lists. There's uh, oh, there's 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 one brave soul that's taken Calibron. Um, yeah. but the rest are all Hagnar, I think. As well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right. 
as one that's not said it, but I think he is Hagnar. Looking at his, he is Hagnar. I've, at his yeah, stuff. I've checked with him. Um, they've he all... asked you for that, right? <laughs> is Marathi in every list? One, two. Marathi three, is in every four, list. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. That was Good. that. That was one of my Twitter polls. <laughs> uh, so actually, just I'll, I'll shout it out now. So, um, since the list are out, I've been running Twitter polls for the last two weeks. They're going to get increasingly controversial, though. <laughs> um, so wait for Thursday, because I'm looking forward to that bomb All dropping. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. So, um, but looking at these lists, there's a little bit of variety. There's some... <laughs> Everyone's got some uh, canaries of some sort. There's uh, lots of witch elves. Um, there's a couple of formations in there. Okay, it's the same one. Cauldron Guard, Laurie and Colin. Uh, so, after Colin, <laughs> Colin's been running daughters for a long time. He'll be... Yeah. He's, he's pretty tuned with it. He's been doing Cauldron Guard for a long time. Yeah. He has the, the big switch in his list, and I say big switch, versus his face hammer list is dropping That's 20... Cool. Witches and picking up Marathi. Yeah, he doesn't like uh, Marathi. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, she's necessary in the in the post spec world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Definitely dangerous for Grisom. No, he's, he's held off using Marathi for a long, long time. I th- you, but you just have to now with uh, with Feck. And even probably a little bit Skaven, right? You can also run into a block of forty plague monks or something like that, and you can't die whether they yeah. get frenzy or and. You, like you can't get one shot by a warp lightning cannon and yeah that's true thing. yeah i think i think actually the death runs is a good point because skaven's a tough matchup with the um just being able to fight against uh death friends yeah. yeah so putting putting marathi and taking three wounds is much preferable to i think dan ford was next to me playing against daughters of cain at heat two and uh the witch elves did i think he said 110 damage to the the plague monks, and then with death frenzy, the plague monks obviously did a similar amount of damage and wiped out. Yeah. Sort of, the two just obliterated each other. But if you have Marathi, you don't. You, I mean, you're not obviously taking more than three. So yeah, yeah. Um, so again, the Swedes stand out here. They've got a unit of uh, thirty sisters of slaughter in there. Um, everyone else is going for kind of more witches or lots of snakes. Um, so the sisters are quite useful. That's again. Um, we, we, you saw that with kind of Ben Sava's list, and he he liked his big unit of sisters. Where is Ben Sava? Where is he's he? He's not playing here. He's not here. <laughs> Let's not get the internet started on Ben Sava again. That could be. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so that's it. That, that's enough said about daughters, I think. Um, we, we might as well talk talk Skaven, seeing as we're here. Um, I've gone the wrong way here. So everyone's got a Skaven list. Now there is a little bit of variety in this. Little bit. That just goes to show how underpointed Skaven are, right? Like, <laughs> okay, like there's so much variety because everything's so cheap. Um, uh, so there's obviously six lists here. Uh, everyone, actually, no, not everyone's got a unit of forty plague monks in it. Um, no, no. So some have more. Do you know how it. many plague monks and clan rats are are in the list? The eight lists across oh, the board. Man. Let's hear it. Four hundred of each. <laughs> Four hundred. So is that eight eight hundred little rats in total? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> there is. Uh, oh, uh, ooh, is it? No, there's. Uh, so so the, there's there's the um, Republic of Ireland list that's taken one hundred and sixty plague months. So that's the interesting yeah, one. Looking at that. <laughs> that's the interesting one. So that's got um, warp, Vermal warps here, usual loadout, corruptor, sorry judgment, plague priest on furnace. 
40 monks, 40 monks, 20 monks, 20 monks, 20 monks, 10 monks, 10 monks, <laughs> Congregation of Filth and Warp Lightning Vortex. Um, Such a good battalion name. So, I know, yeah, it literally is. Um, and that's, that's interesting because that takes down to three drops. So that's going to be dangerous, that one, I think. If the monks get to go first. How, how, how does he fit all those plague monks like under the board? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I mean, I guess they come out of the holes and stuff. If you're a three drop, you're probably teleporting them wherever you want. But it's just that that de- I'm not jealous of that deployment phase. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see that one. Um, every, every list has got the obviously the warp lightning vortex in it. <laughs> yeah, got... I wanted to ban that and I voted down. <laughs> That's right. Like, there was a vote, wasn't there? <laughs> It's the worst War Scroll GW have ever put out. And <laughs> I was just like, let's ban it. And people said no. And I was like, well, I'm not playing, so fine. I don't care. Can't, can't start banning War Scrolls. Otherwise, where does it stop? You just... No, but it doesn't. It's, it, it's not like. I'm not being like totalitarian about it. It's like, it's a shit War Scroll. You can just ban it, guys. It doesn't mean you have to change the game. Just ban the thing that nobody wants to play against. <laughs> yeah. I've never. We never it's had still... the second vote, though, did we? There was the vote to keep it, and there was the vote to change it, but we never had the vote to change it. Yeah, but everybody voted it. Or there was such a heavy rhetoric against it that the people who voted to keep it were going to um, vote that way anyway. Yeah. Because um... I had spoken to everyone about it, because I was very much on the agenda of of trying to just ban it. You'd still see it's given, regardless. Yeah. And yeah, I think that, that says a lot, right? Yeah, uh, uh, only three of them have taken shackles for the combination, though. So come on, it's, it's not too bad. Fluffy, isn't it? And the and the Swedes again pushing the meta have, have also taken Ravenax and gnashing jaws in their list. So that's quite interesting. <laughs> the Swedes are amazing. <laughs> I think they're my favorite, like favorite team because they always just play. This is what we like. Yeah, yeah, they're always interesting. They did really well last year, but I don't know. I was thinking about it today. I don't know if that was because of the madness of the event, or I mean, they've obviously got good players as well. So it was pretty tight though across the uh, the top towards the end. Yeah, last it was the tightest we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Out of the two years. Out of the two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else did I say about Skaven? Um, yeah, they've all got. Uh, a... I like actually the um, the Northern Irish list in the sense of it has nine storm vermin, so it's a lot of points in one unit. Oh, Storm, uh, Fiends. Storm Fiends, yeah. That, so that's the Storm that's, Fiends, that's one of the biggest differences there, isn't it? They've, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what that. They are nasty. They are they are super yeah. nasty, and you don't see them that much because everything else in Skaven is also nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Little bombardier on them, and oh, just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'll be do not want to be double turned by that list. <laughs> There'll be uh, nothing left. And they've There's got the. the They've got the one, the one there, scroll in there that's not in the others is the Deathmaster. Uh, what's the no Deathmaster do? Um, he's the kind of assassin guy, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's got the he's got the gnaw bomb, which sounds um, a bit nasty. I don't have that in front of me, unfortunately. Hang on, <laughs> I've lost my phone. <laughs> um, it's going to be one of those really good podcast moments where people are just trying to find. Uh... Find the worst. Find, find what he's doing. <laughs> One person stop net net listing, and the whole podcast grinds to a halt. <laughs> yeah, I realise I don't have my phone next to me, so yeah, I failed miserably. Anyway, it's, uh, over. it's uh, over. Okay, so you put it inside a unit with more than five uh, models, um, and a wound characteristic of one, so it has to be inside like one of the clan rat units or whatever. 
One of the 800 oh, rounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, then um, if the unmodified, then when he throws the stars, if the unmodified hit roll is a six, it's two attacks. So he's got okay. four attacks with two hits, but it's only fours and fives. Does he have sword then, of judgment? No. I don't think so. No. There's nothing. He guess. probably has some sort of combo that we haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, guys. I'll, I'll, also, I'll be doing a um, vort, um, Warp Lightning Vortex uh, 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 social media stream of just like, what's stuck here? This way. <laughs> how, how many turns? I think I was, when it first came out, I was looking at stuff for like, it's like, you could get hit by a turn one and literally not get out of it for the rest of it. Like, unless you get Hand of Gorked out of the range of it you literally physically can't escape it for five in five turns of movement yeah it's it's honestly it's the reason i stopped playing gets um it's such a horrible <laughs> scroll i was just like cool guys i'm gonna i'm gonna go away <laughs> but anyway yeah, um so yeah i think those lists are pretty similar um like Dar- darren's list as well with three screaming bells and a corruptor yeah, I'm interested with three bells because again I was talking to Dan Ford and he was like I dropped some of the bells when we're not um, playing in realms because obviously you don't get as many spells and stuff and I was talking to uh, Phil McGuinness who played uh, went 5-0 with Skaven at um, at Bobo and finished fourth and he was saying one of the things when you have these bells is you you need to leave 10 models within 6 inches of them if you want to move them in the movement phase and when you've got three that can maybe be a bit fiddly like mm. always leave always leaving the models back and to keep moving them i mean obviously he's got a lot of clan rats going spare but i mean also you maybe want your clan rats in front of your plague monks and screening it so again you have to be i mean he's obviously a good player you have to be clever with his deployment keeping like so, so with so many bodies and keeping them like both being able to fight and to be able to push the bells the various bells around yeah i mean darren's an uh awesome player i'm sure he'll be be, uh fine with that yeah um i don't know how much he'll enjoy playing but um i'm sure he'll be fine cool so yeah and there's a couple of double cannon lists in there as well so that'll be fun as well when you think the the monks haven't got yet or the uh, the magic there's a couple of warp lightning cannons pointing at you as well so um all the fun to be had (laughs) exactly (laughs) right secondaries (laughs) <laughs> yeah straight so, to the secondaries so at, at, least, at least then you can um, you can play for secondaries right yes yeah. right so I'll, I'll just scroll along so I've, we've kind of deviated from the initial plan I had but we'll, never mind we'll carry on we'll carry on so Sylvaneth I've got next on my list here um, we, we talked brief, very briefly about it but there's they're all one drops but there's two neural roots there's a Harvest boon from from Scotland, and there's a winter leaf from from Wales. The harvest boons are from sorry, the, the narroots are from uh, Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland. So England and Sweden aren't bothering with Sylvaneth, um, but the rest of us are. So they're they're a little bit well. Obviously, they're different. Lee, you're the, you're the expert on Sylvaneth here. Um, <laughs> there's there's plenty of endless spells cropping up in these as well. So they're obviously that's that's well, one aspect. Got, not being in realms, you've got so many. Before Mortal Line Sorcery came out, you always had so many casts, but no spells to cast. Yeah, yeah. So with the realms, it was great. You cast away, but now we don't have realms again, so all the endless spells come out. I think I was wondering, because you, you see a little bit, there's like a handful of shooting lists in here, some KO and stuff as a response, obviously, to Feck, a little bit Skaven and especially Feck, and then I wonder if 
it's sort of nice having Sylvanesta then sort of as a counter counter to uh, shooting lists that are going to rock up. I haven't actually played against much Sylvaneth since well, basically since my Lion Sorcery came out, and we've seen some of these new lists. So I don't, I'm not an expert in them, but uh, they seem to do quite well against the shooting stuff, both because they got a lot of bodies and they've obviously got the woods and stuff like that. Yeah, depends on the shooting stuff. Because Ko don't really care because they fly. But, but the the little guys don't, right? The arc, the, the sky. No, but they they just hang around at the back anyway, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just I, I know like normally when I played against the KO stuff they they use one set of buffs on the melee for the Endrin Riggers and then one yeah. set of buffs on the Skyhooks to take stuff out and I guess you can sort of neutralize that as well as just the fact that Dryads in the woods are hard to kill obviously yep yep uh, so, and we're seeing a, a sign of the new model as well the Arch Revenants in two mm. of the lists our list and uh, the Irish list as well so Accompanied by six hunters in each case. There's obviously reasons for that. Uh, Revenant's pretty good for Colonel Hunters again. So. Yeah. Um, and the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, that's probably enough for Sylvaneth, I think. We'll, we'll move on to the the other... Well, if Nathan was here, we'd have got stuck into him, but he's not here. So it's the it's, it's the Deepkin... Uh, the Deepkin How phase here. Yeah. So we've got Wales, we've got Scotland, we've got England and Northern Ireland all running Deepkin. Um, yeah, a little bit of a mixture. We've got a Namarty core in, in our list, so there's there's obviously some, some guys that aren't on eels <laughs> in the list. There's 10, 20 thralls, 20 reavers um, to make up the core. Uh, but he has got nine, two times nine Morsar guard. Uh, Wales have got three times six. England have got Two times nine, a six, and two times three. Oh, actually, two times three is the, the Ishley. Three other defensive eels, yeah. The defensive eels. So uh, that's Les. And Northern Ireland, I've got unit of 12, a unit, two units of six. So, yeah, plenty of eels if you like playing against eels, uh, which I don't. Not really. No. <laughs> um, other than that, they've, both, they've all got double soul scryer, uh, and there's two Achillean kings in. Two of the lists. There's a Tidecaster in Nathan's and Volturnos is in Wales. Oh, and a Leviadon. There you go. So Danny Cashman. Actually, his will be beautiful, won't it? His is a yeah. His armies are always fantastic to look at. So let's see if he's a filthy player as well. <laughs> um, anything else to say about Deepkin, guys, or should we just crack on? See how much power dot that turtle can get. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Volturnos. That's the trick there, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah. We had some stories about that. Up here, didn't we, for one of the events that was Matt? Yeah. He was getting plus yeah. nine or something in attacks, but um, actually he's starting with zero command points, so he's not he's not got a super powered up. But anyway, does he have the brooch? Uh, he does not have the brooch. Okay. He has the so, cloud of midnight. Well, he doesn't spend any, does he, to regenerate? I suppose the turn three he does. I suppose it's, that's the one that Matt used to do, wasn't he? He used to wait to turn three and then spend a command point. Five plot, spend no command. Yeah, yeah, five plot, spend no command. Yeah, okay. It's a built-in kind of brooch, isn't it? Cool. Right, what's next? I've got here, so, oh, corn, here we go. There's three There's three blades of corn lists. These These are all um, a little bit different to each other. We've got our our list from Liam. He's running uh, Dark Feast with uh, a bunch of units, five units of ten reavers. He's got a Bloodthirster, Unfettered Fury. He's got Archeon. Um Two slaughter priests, a secretor, and a stoker, um, and he's got the hex gorger skulls in there as well, which are also in the 
in the Swedish list, um, which is kind of well, it's a bit actually it's not similar at all. It hasn't got it's only got one thruster, uh, the same as Liam. It hasn't got oh no, he's got Scarbrand. Here we go. He's got he's got Unfair Fury and Scarbrand, and the Irish have got uh, <laughs> they've got three Bloodthirsters, two Insensitive Rage and an Unfettered Fury. So. Um, yeah, a little bit of a mixture. They've all got uh, well, two, two of them have got Dark Feast. One of them's got Gore, Gore Pilgrims. Um, I'm really not an expert at all on Unicorn Book, to be honest. So, any any, any comments on these? No idea what it does. <laughs> well, the Archeon list, obviously, was there was a, a one of Mark Wildman, I think it was, was tearing it up at uh, yeah. at Bobo with it. You get Archeon to a two-up save and. Piling and attacking twice, and I, I forget which exact combinations do which, but I know people talk about the you know double pile in with a six inch pile in, um, and a two up save. Good, good, obviously again versus Feck. Um, yeah, yeah. Good versus like generally the like you know the, we, there are a couple of ethereal zombie dragons and stuff like that, and Slayer of Kings. So that's it's true. Just, all all three are Reapers of Vengeance slaughter hosts, and that's yeah. the one that gives you the extra. Raphael be hiding. The extra <laughs> yeah, well, Mar- as well, right? And I think there's something. One of the corn things allows you to re-roll wounds, and because it's the new wording, so you can re- you don't have to only re-roll failed. You can if you're fighting a monster. You roll your Slayer of King wound rolls, and then you just re-roll everything that isn't a six to try and you know, <laughs> eat a thing, so it's going into the sword. So sort of that that in you know if you're dealing again with with Marathi, a terror geist general, you can pile in from outside of the start of, you know, you stay six inches away, you can't fight at the start of the combat phase, you pile in, you re-roll all your wounds and you get two sixes and you just take it off um, sort of without without having to rip savage strike because you can still pile and attack when it's dead, but like, there are a lot of monsters around that are good to sort of just one-shot with Slayer of Kings and avoid a lot of their shenanigans. For the other the other two lists, so there's 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 three thrusters in the Irish and there's two in the Swedish. Are they um are they just powering up the thrusters? These lists. Uh, is it, uh, let me see. Is it the Tyrants of Blood? Is that the? Uh, no. Yes. There's so there's one Tyrants of Blood list. That's the oh, so one. Oh, there is. Yep, the Irish one. I see it. Yep, yep. Tyrants of Blood. So he's got he's got three thrusters. So they're all triggering each other, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So as soon as one attacks, they all get to attack. Uh, which is obviously pretty good. Again, good in 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 sort of our new meta of uh, the activation wars. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the Liam's and the Swedish list—they've both got the, the hex gorger skulls. So that and plint, well, mm-hmm. two slaughter priests in one and three slaughter priests in the other. So that you're looking to try and debuff the magic as well in that from them. They've, they've both got the wrath axe as well for a little bit more offensive magic as well. So mm-hmm. or not magic. Prayers, whatever you call them. Uh, yeah. Judgments, sorry. There we go. Again, like for, I think what we see a little bit that's maybe different from previously with Nagash and the Deathless, they sort of had, you know, obviously a lot of magic and relied on the magic, but also had super reliable ways of casting it with plus three or plus two. Whereas when you have like Feck and Skaven get plus one, and obviously Feck can get plus one with a corpse cart, but with only plus one, having these magic debuffs in armies that really rely on spells. It uh, it can be pretty effective. Although yeah. I think the the Gracier, if he does his roll three d six and drop one, uh, that can't be modified in any way. So I think it buffs your casting and allows you to not to sort of ignore the hex gorger debuff, which is I guess good for Skaven. 
but I don't think the Gracier on the bell has that, only the one on foot. Okay, cool. Right, let's keep going. So um, I'll just scroll along, uh, and I've come to Legion of Blood. So there's, there's two Legion of Blood lists. Um, I think we'll just talk about the one that you probably know best, uh, Dono, and that's your, your buddy David Kane's um, Court of New Lamia. I love this list, clearly. <laughs> um, it's super fast and puts out loads of damage and also debuffs. So having um, four command points when he starts is uh, is really strong. Um, and the list moves very fast as well. So it tends to outdrop the majority of Skaven lists. Um, so Warp Lightning Vortex is an issue. Um, mm. It's good counter versus daughters because it tends to outdrop daughter lists as well. Um, but so just quickly, it, it's uh, so Neferata, yeah. Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon with stuff. So there's Double Gown Cloak in there, there's Dimensional Blade in there, there's Pinions, yeah. uh, so it's quick. Um, there's the Bloodseeker Palanquin, so that's the Court of New Lamia, and then it's just made up with some cheap battle line. Five Dire Wolves, five Dire Wolves, ten Zombies. Um, it's a very simple list. Yeah, um, Legion of Blood, I think, makes the Vampire Lords a lot more killy. Um, and Dimensional Blade's pretty good, having Ren 3 is is really tasty yeah um and so this did pretty well so he ran this at facehammer didn't he and he came i think second in the end or... uh he ended up coming like sixth or seventh because sixth? they so he was on table one against colin in the last game and then they docked him some points because his blood seeker looked too much oh, like a a coffin right. throne that's right. even though they initially had him up for best painted so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that feels bad, bad. Um, but he did take um, max kill points more or less, didn't he, from those games? So yeah, pretty much. He, he was uh, absolutely ripping face with it. So yeah, good to see. I'm yeah, a little bit surprised only one there actually. I'm I'm sure we had a look at it. I know Liam was running it briefly um, post Facehammer, kind of the end of last year, before he got really yeah. stuck in the deepkin. But um, then he sold it. So yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was the end of that. Um, yeah, it's it's such a fun uh, it's such a fun list. It's also good again versus versus Feck. If you have that doppelganger cloak and yeah. you have such a such a high threat range, you can on your turn you alpha strike the uh, zombie dragon. You know you can put one zombie dragon into say there's a screen of ghouls. The other do- uh, the doppelganger cloak zombie dragon goes into the crystal gore general, pops the cloak. The general fights at the start of the combat phase can't hit you because of the cloak. And then that yeah. also means when you kill the general with your zombie uh, zombie dragon. He can't hit you back when he dies because yeah. he's technically already fought into the cloak. And so that's basically like the best counter uh-huh. to the Gristle Gore General. And the, again, combined with the really high threat range of the of the army and the and being low enough drop to control that drop uh, makes it again like a pretty good matchup. Pretty good tech choice. Yeah, it's 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 a really solid list. I also I'm hoping it doesn't change too much. Um but I think it's it's a it's a great list from them. And then uh, the other Legion of Blood is Owen Abram, uh, who's one of my fellow Angel guys. Oh, okay. Um, so he's got Neff, uh, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon with the Amulet, Necromancer, three, five Wolves, and then two units of 30 Grimgasts. Yeah. So that is the other way to run Legion of Blood. Is this, is this the list that Andy Hughes had at Heat 2? Uh, it's, it's, I think he had Arcan instead of the zombie dragon at E2. Oh, okay, okay. And it so was... he also had a couple more dogs. 
But right. it was 60 Grimgaffs and Neferada. And it wasn't Legion of Blood, was it? Or it was Legion of Blood? Uh, it? it might have been Sacrament, it, I'm not sure. Mm. Was that one, the telly? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, that was Sacrament with Death and Arca. That was the one that... But a similar thing of like 30 Grimgaffs with a bubble, with a recurring bubble of um, minus two to hit. Although this just doesn't have... Uh, it has five. It starts with four command points. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't have the brooch. But yeah, so you can just spam that minus two bubble... It's already hard enough, obviously, churning through Grim Gas Reapers when they're, like, with Gravesite and Deathly Invocation and stuff. But now, with the minus two to hit, it means even against, like, Plague Monks or Beck Dragons or Daughters, like, those Grim Gas, when they're four up Ethereal and minus two to hit, like, or even more, if you've got more debuffs from the Overwhelming Dread or Fading Vigors, you might be minus attack, might be minus three to hit, like... It's going to be almost impossible to get through those big blocks. Yeah, it's 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 going to be rough, and then even then, you still need to kill Neff to to stop yeah, them coming to stop back. Yeah, coming back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she's going to be in the middle of them hiding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Right. Let's keep going. So, the next one I'm going to pick is the uh, seeing as we've got the world expert here is the two gloom spike gets list. Lists. Uh, so this is uh, Sweden with uh, the return of Jonathan Edland. Oh, missed... I'm so happy he's back. <laughs> yeah, he missed last year, but uh, he's back this year. So delighted to see that. Uh, and we've also got Northern Ireland as well, who are running gets now. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just hand straight over to you because yeah, although I've got I've yeah. got a slow grow gets list, it's nothing like this. It's, yeah, I'm going for the squiggle lunch <laughs> fluffy options. So. so um... Jonathan has uh, Scragrot, the Loon King, um, Loon Boss, Madcap, Shaman, Fungoid Shaman, Web Spinner Shaman. So uh, then 60 Stabbers, 20 Shooters, 6 Squigs, and then 5 Spore Fanatics, 10 Loon Smashes, 6 Snufflers, and 10 Boing Grots. So it's quite a low model army, relatively, for Grots. And then a bunch of Endless Spells, so yeah. Pendulums, Portal, mm-hmm. Palisade, Moon, Scuttletide. Um, and I think his plan is just spamming out. Um, the only thing he doesn't have, which I think would have been better, is having Geminids in there. Um, but his list is, is pretty solid. Um, he's got minus one to hit from this um, web spinner. He's just going to pa- pa- um, pile out a bunch of endless spells and then really force his opponent to come to him. Um, yeah, I played against a similar thing list to this at Bobo. And the amount of just mortal wounds that are coming out from the endless spells is just, is, as you say, like he, he forced me to come to him. He's in his half of the deployment zone. And then you're just getting run over by these endless spells. And he doesn't care when they hit a block of stabbers or some squigs. You know, that's all expendable wounds. Whereas any wounds you're taking off these dragons that are everywhere or ethereal yeah. dragons, like, is obviously super valuable. Yeah, I, um, I think he lacks the bodies for, for proper screening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Loon Boss um, is there um, with a Miasmic Blade, so I have no idea what that does. No, I was going to uh, say, what the hell does that Minus mean? one to hit. Ah, ah okay. Well, even more, um, Yeah, that's that for me is the controversial choice, but I think the Endless Spell spam is, is a really fun way to play, and I think he'll really enjoy playing it. Um, and then Neil uh, from the Northern Irish team has uh, Scragrot, um, Mangler Squig Boss, two f- Fungoids, and then another Web Spinner with Sneaky Distraction. So 
you're seeing sneaky distraction come up a lot in gets lists these days to provide another minus one to hit the bu- bubble. Then two units of 40 stabbers, 20 shooters, um, 10 born grots, six snufflers, and five fanatics. Uh, and then some more endless spells. So it's, it's quite common these days, just piling endless spells into the um, gloom spite list. Why do you think we don't see the... Uh, the mushroom endless spell. I think when the book came out, everyone yeah. seemed to be getting a lot of miles. Too. Um, I I think the mushroom's still really solid in the singles. Mm-hmm. I think here, um, the, the only you can just not place it into um, don't place it into horde matchups because you know the hordes are going to be yeah. um, sisters, Skaven, <laughs> and Skaven, uh. right? Like those two. Yeah. Um, against Skaven, um, they care less about the bodies than you do. And against yeah. sister, um, against um, witches and, and daughters, um, it is still a good choice. But it's only it's only really against them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why you don't see them yeah. as much. Because uh, look, looking at any other anything else, would you care about the mushroom in any yeah. of these other that you're you're playing yeah. against? Yeah. You're better, yeah. You're better trying to win the. Um, magic phase with the moon, scuttle hide, mm-hmm. um, palisade, like all these are are really important ways to to kind of combat that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's really really interesting seeing all these lists with more endless spells popping up. You know, there's there's these ones, but there's ones that you'd maybe more visible at the top end with the the Skaven kind of multiple vermin lord filth with yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how many spells they put in it, but there's loads. <laughs> Because for a while you basically saw no predatory yeah. spells. I saw a lot of games also where people would take Geminids and never cast them because there was just not a good time where you weren't about to get hit back with them. And then yeah. I think it's cool that we've seen this evolution of Zinch and Skaven and Gith just bringing these six, seven, eight. I played against a Grizzlegore list with eight endless spells. Really? Um, Grizzlegore. Bobo, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we we talked about it, and we told and he uh, told him not to bring Purple Sun and to bring the corpse cart instead. And he, after he, <laughs> he said the only the only time he managed to cast Purple Sun, um, he, his opponent moved it and killed both his arch regents with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, like it, it, again, it just with the with so many of them, it killed just one of my dragons in one turn because really? you know that was with you know a six or something on the pendulum, but the pendulum's almost always going off twice you know you you're dropping it on whatever you want to hit and then the turn changes and then it hits them again obviously mm-hmm. if you're going second and so that's 2d6 mortal wounds a lot of the time and then you just throw on like you know three or four other endless spells again that are right next to something so that whoever moves them it's going to hit the unit you want and it's a pretty pretty good way to nuke stuff yeah it's uh, so We'll just segue nicely into the into the Zinch then, because that was one I was wanting to talk about as well. Was uh, Mick yeah. Wendell's uh, Disciples of Zinch list, which is uh, again something we've not seen for a little while, is the Change Host. Um, yeah. So he's got Lord of Change, uh, Magical Supremacy trait, which is normal. He's got other stuff, blah blah. Herald of Zinch, Blue Scribes, um, three times ten pink horrors for battle line, ten blues, and then two times three screamers. Uh, the change host, and then he's got again one, two, three, four, seven endless spells. So pendulum, <laughs> balewind, geminids, palisade, shackles, grave tide, and the spell portal. Um, so that's bang on two k one command point. Um, so yeah, I mean this is obviously a magic list, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it doesn't have the kind of 
combat punch like Skaven does. If it, if, well, the Vermin Lord, I suppose, have got a bit of punch. Um, Gloom, the Gloom Spite doesn't have really much combat. It's all just a bit like you say, holding back, debuffing. What does the Zinch do? Yeah, uh, well, I guess it's got the hold up spells, hasn't he? He's got the Palisade. He's the lots of other things which just stop you moving because you can't get past them. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. The, the other side of this, I think he's um, probably want like I think he was inspired by this guy um, Danielle in um, in Bobo. Yeah, I watched a bit of that game actually. Uh, I played against him in um, Blood and Glory, actually. Uh, and it's uh, his list where he just like summons loads of blues. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the that's the trick. Yeah, and and then you keep on healing the um, uh, you heal the pinks. Although he doesn't have arcane uh, what... sacrifice. He has full no, reality no, on no, one does. unit of the pinks. Oh, he does. Sorry, yeah, he has. Yeah. He does have full reality. Um, and you just heal the pinks, summon blues, um, and keep summoning blues. Yeah, I think one combo I've seen some people running is they take a Gaunt Summoner and they have Arcane Sacrifice where you do D3 mortal wounds to a friendly unit and you get reroll yeah. pass. And so you just put, you do that on the pinks. You, you then you can fold reality. And yeah, you just summon loads of blues. And he has the screamers in there. I was talking to him and he was saying, he, he, he was like, I don't know if I should have brought two units, but basically they're just, they're good objective grabbers. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can swap, if they swap position with something you know, anything really on the board and then also are moving 16, I think like they, and with a run, they're going to get on any objective that's left, um, left unguarded. They can just take in a similar way to like, you might leave heart renders or something in the sky. Yeah. You'll just run your screamers. So this is a, this, this is a one drop list. Um, can, can everything swap with everything? Is that how it works in the change host? I can't remember. Yeah. Any, any two yeah. units within, uh, 27 inches of the Lord of change. But uh, they did nerf it, so you can't move twice. Like, the same unit can't yep, swap yep, twice. Yep. You can't swap... You used to swap the Lord of Change in and then swap another wizard in into just, their face. Just keep blasting but, spells, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you can't do that. But you can still swap the Lord of Change up front and then, you know, just run him away. He's got doesn't a reasonable move. doesn't have the move. Changeling, though, to do that, does he? No. no. But, but you can still... Like, when you do a swap, you can swap... You basically swap one model from each unit and then the rest of the unit goes within nine inches... You can swap two units of pink horrors and then end up with one of them strung out nine inches, well, with a one-inch gap. So, like, you know, reason as far as you can sort of yeah. get and give yourself an extra nine inches on the Lord of Change. And he's got the portal in there, too. So between those two things, you, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of ways of getting in the range on it. Cool. Well, I do it. feel like most, most teams have, like, at least one endless spell list. Well... Um, <laughs> we we don't have a particularly uh, big list, do we? I don't think it was, that was one no, chat no. the other day. We, um, we we've got the, sort of the uh, stormcast list is our, uh, I guess, most out there list, the uh, the shooting list. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've gone for sort of a couple of shooting lists, haven't we? Really. Um, so uh, we've got KO and we've got uh, well, stormcast. I guess it's 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 the uh, it's, it's Mike's list. It's the what you call it, Etherwing one, doesn't it? The, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the uh, long strikes and Etherwings. That's it, yeah, long strikes. He's going to so love playing the Realm of Fire every game. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what is the Realm, realm of Fire? Block card shoot. That's rubbish for me. Is that in there? Is it? Uh, oh yeah, Cloud, Clouds of Smoking Steam, so it is. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, 
Right, let's keep going. So that's Zinch. Um, I was wanting to... Okay, there's a couple of uh, Fire Slayers, a couple of KO, but I was wanting to talk about the uh, the Slanesh list. So this is Andy Hughes. He's the only person to take Slanesh, actually. We were we, yeah. were, cl- we were close. Um, Liam was, was very close to taking it until the very last minute, literally. But um, I just I find it. Take it. Oh, t- yeah, because Mike, Mike asked me a bunch of questions about, like, yeah, making, making <laughs> rulings for things. I'm like, I have no idea. Just <laughs> well, if I tell you, it was the very last minute of the night before. Would that would that make sense? But uh, my uh, my rulings are becoming more and more arbitrary. By the way, so feel free to just ask me stuff. I'm at this stage just rolling a dice. <laughs> right. So Andy, Andy me Hughes. Me and Nathan had a when Liam decided he didn't want to do it. Me and Nathan had a chat about somebody else playing daughters and me playing Slanesh. Oh, okay. I think Slanesh is solid. Yeah, they just get run over very easily by certain lists. Bristlebore run over them. Daughters run over them. I've seen Skaven multiple games for, for Slanesh as well where they just... They, they get depravity points like nobody's business, but there's just games where you just lose that priority roll, your last hero dies, and then you're, you're, like, your whole line yeah. is gone. And I don't think they have a compelling battle line choice at the moment. Demonets, I don't think, do enough. They for... do. Marauders... Yeah, I, I, I think Marauders are, 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 I think even maybe even Chaos Warriors, just to get your like your most minimum spend. But it just, it doesn't solve your problem of what do you do when your heroes die and you're out of depravity. I don't know, I, I don't think they figured out, they've quite figured out the, the like Slanesh TM build yet. No, no. So, so Andy Hughes and his list, he's gone Pretenders, which was kind of what everyone thought initially, I guess, after yeah. sort of one week. Um so he's got Not two everybody. Keep- <laughs> <laughs> he's got uh, two keepers of secrets. So one's got the fully loadout second command option. He's, he's got the strength of godhood, which is the extra damage. I think isn't it once per um, in damage? It, well, in the combat phase, um, plus D three damage. Uh, he's got uh, strongest alone for his uh, second command trait. Yeah, which is so he'll reroll hit, and he's got the plus hits. two attacks on the claws. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like the, that's like the big, slash, big damage. Like that, that keeper of secrets build does more damage than like a Gristle Gore general. Really? Uh, uh, except for under like the most optimum circumstance where you're rolling like plus three for your D3 and you have a reroll hits triumph and stuff like that. So it's it's big, big damage. Mm. But I mean, and and it's great. And obviously, you, if it when it dies, you're getting half of a keeper of secrets almost back in terms yeah. of gravity. So I think that's one of the reasons everybody jumped at pretenders at yeah. the start is. It's just like this was sort of the biggest dick out there. Was this buffed up? People the trouble, trouble with it is it needs multi wound models because mm-hmm. its other ways of getting the gravity points yeah. are very, very poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got a second keeper which is pretty bare. It's got um, <clears throat> well nothing really. Um, he's ah, got it needs the, a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the uh, epitome or epitome. How do we pronounce that these days? I've, I've, epitome. Epitome. There we go. Um, which you'll see in most lists, I think. He's got one in Rapturous with a brooch, so he's regenerating CPs. Yeah, because two keepers go through command points like nobody's yeah. business. Yeah, so you're 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 tapping through their command ability, the extra attacking one. Um, he's got two units of thirty demonettes and ten demonettes. That's his battle line. That's also the the formation, the Epicurean Revelers, which brings him down to what's that? One, two, three, four, five drops. Oh, yeah. Um, couple of command points. So, um. What do you think? Okay. Pretty, it, I mean, he's, it's, he's a good player, Andy. Yeah, and it's it's a good list. Like it yeah. does. I think epitome plus enrapturous is like 
great anti magic. I played it. I played against um, played against it before, and it's like I think the numbers are it's, it's better at dispelling than the gashes. So obviously it's not it's not eight spells, but when you have to reroll all your successful casts, and then the ones that do go through the epitomes rerolling failed unbinds again. If you're playing feck and you're hoping to get off like plus D three attacks or any of these spells, you just you sort of can't. Um, so that's, yeah, that's even- part of it. The team environment they can tailor to a certain yeah. degree who it goes exactly. up against, so it doesn't get run over completely. Mm. Do you think it's a good counter list to the endless spell spams? I guess. I mean, it's like yeah, you'll be able to stop two of them, and you know maybe plus some more from the the rerolls. But I just, I think I think it's a list that sometimes you'll just be able to roll over your opponent. You'll be able to get both your keeper of secrets in. And your demonettes on their sort of on their long charges. You'll run in. You'll make everything attack last. You'll kill it all. You'll win the priority for the next turn, and you'll summon stuff and kill everything and just absolutely roll your opponent. And then yeah. there'll be other games where you fail some key charges. You get double turned. You lose all your heroes. Or you roll that one for the diversion. Yeah, yeah. You roll you roll a one on your diversion for a keeper of secrets, and it just instantly explodes. And like, so I think I think it's quite like cool. It's high damage and it's fragile. It's probably like. In a better point of balance for some, like compared to Crystal Gore or other things like that, in terms of what the game should look like. But um, yeah, interested to see how it does. I think hopefully, he'll enjoy it more than uh, his uh, Fire Slayers of Bobo. <laughs> Do you not enjoy that? No, I think he just, just decided to enjoy tequila instead. <laughs> <laughs> There's some there's some great photos of him where people wanted to start playing Buckaroo on while he slept during game four. It's very entertaining. What yeah. could go wrong in Cardiff? What could go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry there, actually. Did we already talk about fire stars? No. Not yet. Not yet. Sorry. Sorry, I don't want to jump jump ahead of the official agenda. Oh, never mind the official agenda. I've 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 gone random here, so um. <laughs> gone rogue. I've gone rogue. Yeah, <laughs> Stu's not here mad. to keep control, so fuck it. Uh, right, next one we'll talk about, and we're running out of time a little bit, so we'll, we'll, I'm going to do one or two more. Um, so we'll we'll pick on Byron's uh, Byron Nord's Bone Splitters from England. So obviously, Team England are very strong. Probably the best bunch of players there on paper. Ah, uh, who knows? Nah. Um, <laughs> um, certainly a strong team. In their top five. Yeah, the best of the English teams. I wish there's two. But, um, <laughs> um, so Byron's got Bone Splitters. He has uh, Savage Big Boss, Grummy Warpaint, and Gordon's Coronet, which I had to actually look up today properly to see what it did. He's got two mini weird knobs, um, one with Hand of Gork or Mork, one with the, and he's got the brooch as well, and one's got Brutal Beast Spirit spell. He's got Wurgog Prophet, um, he's got 30 Error Boys, 30 Error Boys, and then 2 times 10 Savage Oryx. That's in the Cunning Ruck, but also importantly, it's in the Bone Grinds War Clan, which, oh, he's got Cogs as well. So this makes it a one drop list, which if that doesn't catch you out, make sure everyone sees that. Um, uh, obviously, the ruck. We, we've we've seen that before. We know what it does with our boys and the big boss. Um, but this is a one-drop list. It's got cogs. It's got three command points. So it's pretty perch. nasty. What do we think of this one? 
the army. Orcs I think. work in the hero phase. Yeah, uh, I... Yes, they do. Oh. They they just add um, two to your move. Yeah, to your characteristic, I believe. So. Yeah. So the cunning, the cunning rock move. Yes, we also do. Yeah. I was going to see it. Range on it. Yeah, so the, I, think, I think we were like, it, it's a, uh, it's, it's a pretty it's, big. It, it's a great bully list yeah. for yeah. four teams. Like, I'm surprised we didn't see more cunning rock, cunning rocks for that reason. We've talked about it, but. I mean, they're, they're, the dice. Yeah, exactly. Guys, just <laughs> don't don't let him use the dice app and, and make sure he gets to turn five. <laughs> and so, well, if, if only with the TO here, we could ask him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, if you don't want to use the dice app, you don't have to. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There, there so you go. That that's that's the way to play it. Complain <laughs> that he's slow playing. Make him roll it. Yeah, he's a fit man. He can do it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So it's, his, uh, his, his, I was looking at his big boss, so he's got the, just see what uh, all that stuff did. So he's got a scrummy war paint, that's a four up against mortal wounds, so it's a kind of boosted savage save. But the Gordon's coronet, uh, that's just a once per kind of battle uh, thing where it's a, another four up well, versus everything. So it's, you'll, I guess he pops that in a turn, he's in danger and he's, he's, uh, he's, He's yeah, and he's safe, got you know. he's got that brooch to just spam those. Um, yeah. Uh, Keep the boss alive. Fire the brooch. Get those command points flooring, and and the sky will go dark with arrows. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's a tough list for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of anti shoot. Just guys, wait until make as soon as he's in the realm of fire. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. Elma fire. <laughs> Put him versus Mike. Here we go. Done. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but like even even for matchups, as soon as you see there's a realm of fire, you know he's not going to go in there. So it affects your matchups considerably. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. Um, that's going to be fascinating. It's going to be. I think the realm of fire one's also interesting because you don't know where there's going to be terrain or terrain that you can stand on or terrain that you can stand on for more than turn one. You know. Yeah. So that's a, I think it's a cool, like, uh, mental factor to that too. Yeah. You've not been to Firestorm before. Take it the terrain is pretty good there. Um. So, I think in the for hundred man events it's not great, or it hasn't been great in the past. Um. But for this it should be. Um. I've had like the guys in Team Wheels to go down and check it out when they were visiting the grounds. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it should be it should be good. I know, and they've also invested in some more terrain for AOS, so I think it it all should be fine. At least that's what I've been told. Excellent, excellent, um, cool. Right, I think we've looked at enough lists, so I'm going to move on. Um, now I've got here tip for the win and dark horse, but first I think we've, we've not mentioned the fact that it's going to be streamed this weekend by ah, yes and Honest Wargamer and Co. So the the exact format that format of that is TBD. Uh, we might actually not stream the live games, um, and instead what we might do is have it more as like a football style coverage. Yeah. Um, it's still kind of up in the air of how we're going to do it because trying to stream all eight games is going to be impossible. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tr- only streaming one to three or four doesn't tell you what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. So the way I've built. I built a sheet like a, it's really boring, built a, a Google sheet that will 
live update. So we as as soon as we get results, we can kind of live input stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, so then, yeah, so like as we get one or two results, then that would like dynamically change the, the tables. So, you know, when you're watching like football scores and it's like, it's one nil. So this is where the, the league table is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, and we'll do it more sort of like talking about the pairings, what we think is going to happen across the different games. And that way we're talking about the whole coverage and the whole event, mm-hmm. not just um, not just talking about like, this is what's happening in this game. Um, mm-hmm. And it means that we're kind of engaging across all, um, uh, you know, however many games. How many do we have? 24 at any one time. Um, so I think that's really cool. And then we can kind of go and update across the across the different um, teams, make bets on who we think have done well on the pairings, use some stats, like faction-based stats as well, maybe. So yeah, like, that'd be cool. Based, so, so what hasn't been sort of released before is like, okay, what's the head-on-head for different factions. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's loads of coverage that we're going to do there, I think. Um, and I think that will make such a big difference. Um, and it will be a really different way of covering... Yeah, a team uh, event in a, a team event. way. And I think, it's, I think it's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we need like to find a way to do that sort of... Um, find, find a good way to do that sort of team coverage and get, that, get the feeling of that team. Team yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's there's obviously some nice kind of highlight uh, rounds as well. Obviously, uh, England v Scotland round one, or basically if, <laughs> anyone versus England. You know, everyone yeah, wants, exactly. everyone wants to be England. Let's be honest here. Just, I think every everybody wants to like yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants everybody to beat England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I I genuinely don't care who does. Like no, I don't even no. mind if it's England B team. <laughs> uh, came close last year, um, but there's yeah. but there's other there's other matchups. You know, there's the Republic v uh, Ireland, uh, sorry, Republic of Ireland versus Northern Ireland. That's always a little bit tasty. Um, yeah. um, I mean, I think the last two years we went eight zero. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is it, has it been really okay? <laughs> it's it's not close at all. Um, <laughs> okay. All those guys just come up to Northern Ireland to get worked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Just get a central yeah. camera for everybody, where everyone can roll their priority dice. Everyone can roll their national dice. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's the other big news. Uh, England have made an effort this year and have actually got a, a, a top and some dice. And etc dice. And uh, yeah, okay. So it's halfway there. Etc tops as well. Halfway there. Yeah. Also bulk order. So, but that's good. Right. So last few things. Tip for the win. And you can put it, do whatever you like. And Dark Horse, what do you think, guys? Uh, GP, we'll start with you. Um, I would be surprised if Scotland lost any games over the weekend. <laughs> but I'm going to say um, they're going to win pretty easily, pretty comprehensively. And then they, we, we are going to win. You're, you're one of we, us. We, if we, yeah, we. <laughs> the, team, the paying team. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'll go for Dark Horse for... Uh, Wales with their Slanesh and Order Draconis coming in, coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> Draconis. Cool. Right, Lee. What do you think? Uh, I think Northern Ireland. It's their turn to win. Well, I'll say Scotland's going to win. Northern yeah. Ireland with the Dark Horse. There you go. Hey. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, Northern Ireland had a had a strong year last year. Um, uh, right, do you want to go Donal or shall I? 
Uh, you can go ahead. Okay, so a tip for the win. Obviously Scotland. Heart, heart, heart says Scotland. Head, <laughs> head, head says top three of no particular order. England, Scotland and Northern Ireland, I think. And not just because of company here. I think um, there's some strong players, strong list in, in Northern Ireland and probably some that I don't even know properly. Um, there was Actually, I was going to talk... I'll just close the thing down. I mean, it must be a good list. It must be a good team because Dean's not here this year. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it is a generally good team. I mean, most of the Northern Irish guys are um, have been around for for a while, right? Um, they had to make do with Needle instead of me for the gets, which obviously is the wrong decision. Um, but I, I, I think I think the Northern Irish guys could do well. I think their lists um, sit well with the meta for the other stuff. So the shitty Stormcast, uh, Kane's list, and. Um, uh, and the gets list all have a role to play, and then you guys obviously have some strong players, uh, and then we just ignore England. <laughs> Any, anyone but England. That's it, exactly anyone but England. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're good sports, aren't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody could, from England could join us tonight to to argue their corner, but um... yeah. because they weren't invited. Because they weren't asked. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. uh, good. Um, um, and then, who do you think from um, Team Wales will be playing for England next year? <laughs> let's have a look. Who have we got here? Well, it's got to be Andy Hughes. And Andy Hughes can't be Welsh, is he? He's got a kind of Welsh name. Um, I don't know. Uh, Alex right. Bruce. There we go. This is the one list. So Stu played him at Bobo, and this is the one list. I think I have no idea what this does. The kind of mad order soup stuff. I, I I hate soup lists, so there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, just going to. I love it. that list. Yeah. <laughs> you get plus four on the move for the the, sh- the flying stuff, so the the Griffin's really fast. Uh-huh. Plus two with the Arcanic co- Company. Basically, Tempest Eye gives plus to movement in the first turn. Oh, okay. So it's quite a um, list then. Yeah, it's 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 a good list. Um, but I think I don't think Alex is maybe he is Welsh actually. I don't want to comment. <laughs> he he also had a few uh, tequilas or something during Bobo, so I'm not sure we saw the best of him there. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a re- reoccurring theme. Yeah, <laughs> goes with territory. Cool. So there we go. Uh, so yeah, so Scotland are going to win. We're, we're we're all in consensus there. Don't all yeah. Good. Good. Yes. Well, Scotland <laughs> or Northern Ireland, I'd be happy with anyone. But um, yes, yes, we certainly would. I think we'd, we'd be like, happy with that. Listen, if it, if it was Sweden, Wales, and Republic of Ireland in the top three, I'd also be happy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Right. So well, we voted. So. <laughs> right. Uh, last, but, but, Cool. That's, that's probably about us. Any, any, any other business? Any other anything we've missed? I don't think so. Um, it's it's this weekend. Uh, if you want to follow on Twitter, so we've talked a lot about lists. I was going to say this as well and the pack. And if you want links to those to both those documents, um, Dono's running the uh, AOS six Twitter account uh, on uh, on Twitter, obviously. So this is at AOS six or one word, um, and, and you'll find and the your... um, spelling of six S I. Yeah, X, at, not, not at, the number. No, <laughs> at AOS SIX. Um, and you'll find all those lovely Twitter polls that have been have been out there. And there's more to come, we hear, so that's also good. We love a good Twitter poll. Um, 
And that's they'll, yeah. they'll only get more controversial. But feel free to message me if you can think of better ones than what I have planned. <laughs> as long as there's lots of anti-English, we'll be happy. That's How good. many sports votes will England get? <laughs> <laughs> How many Twitter polls will Harper lose? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he lost that. You know, I genuinely can't. I thought he was going to smash it. He's going to mobilise his army of followers. And, uh, and, well, yeah. At least Curry didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, obviously streaming and by whatever means it is, all the coverage will be Honest Wargamer, so Rob does a good job of that. And uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's the expert in the social media side of things far better than we are, so we'll leave that leave that to him. Um, other than that, um, yeah, um, I, would, I would remind or suggest people follow AOS6 over the weekend because we'll be live streaming um, through that as well. So on oh, top good. of the sort of coverage from Rob, we'll, we'll do like short videos um, Excellent. throughout the day. Yep, I'll be keeping an eye on it. I'm, I'm staying at home, uh, so I'll be I'll be uh, messaging everybody and, and watching what I can on Twitter. So that'd be cool. Good stuff. Uh, anything else, JP, Lee, anything else you want to say? No, no sir. No, get back to those matchups and get 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 them nailed. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Well, thanks all for for joining us. That was good fun. Um, and it's only one minute past ten, so we've done pretty well there. So good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, cheers, guys. All the best. Cool. Cheers. cheers. Thanks. shaking yet but you might prove them wrong even long shots make